What's up? Oh my gosh. Wait a second. Let me check my glasses here. You're you're not holding. What? I'm not filling oh in today. Gosh. Will Thomas out here. Oh, dude. Honored to so be so much cuter. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Stop. Oh, Will, thanks for filling in last second. I really appreciate it. You know, wanted to get you on the pod. Recurring guest, now first time co-host, Jets aficionado, you know. Big right. J journalist, second Big J journalist we've had on the pod two weeks <laughs> in a row. So, you know, we're a pro journalist podcast here, but so excited to have you back, you know. So, <laughs> dude, let's get into it. Have, how was your weekend? Oh, amazing. You know, well, besides that Jets loss, you know, pretty one. good. Yeah. yeah. No, for yeah. sure. Cool. Hey, man. Well, uh, any games stick out to you? Uh, this past weekend or upcoming? This this past weekend, like uh, you know, just like one good game, one bad game. Um, I continue to think that like the Steelers are going to keep those games close, and I know they were playing the Eagles, but like for a little while, I was like, man, like maybe Kenny Pickett will like get something together here, and then I just checked back in with it like an hour later and AJ Brown went off and, and the Eagles just showed who, who they are. <laughs> yeah. Would have hated to play against AJ Brown in fantasy. But, oh my God. But I played that was the Derek one where Henry. I was like, <laughs> I was like um, uh, fantasy is a whole nother conversation, man. Oh my goodness gracious. Um, it's rough out there. That one was a little weird. Let's see who played last night. I watched a little bit. The Green Bay Packers continue to just you know they are not yeah like you know so that one was like i was good to see the bills Mm -hmm. are just rolling like they have been all year and i know you're happy about that so those were a couple of the ones you know i was on a flight for the majority of the early games and i was on the road driving for the afternoon games and then got to to listen to some on the radio and watch the games last night but yeah it was a brutal once you get that service back on your phone once you land just on the flight the and, and i just looked at it and was like jets 17 patriots 22 so that was killer and so that that really hurts <laughs> i mean that's a tough one because y'all were like i don't know kind of like a surprise i mean and yeah. I, think, I don't know i, I only saw the highlights looks like zach wilson just didn't have the best game and also like i think missing Brees hall like that's like a bad injury and like it's funny you were at his alma mater this weekend i was that's State, right that's right out the next prospects just a little <laughs> scouting light scouting report you know i was watching those sooners you know i was getting out there to watch it was boomer sooner out there <laughs> it was shockingly and surprisingly like oh i don't know my expectations for the sooners are just non-existent anymore but yeah man um that stuck out to me as well i mean i'll definitely talk about the bills you know because it's partially biased but i think the thing that stuck out to me the most about that game was like well a i was right the whole way last week i was like everyone's like this is such a large spread there's no way and i mean yeah like they covered it by half a point but realistically it's like we should have we should have won by another field goal because that last mm-hmm. interception by Josh was just him forcing it and just like, I think if that doesn't happen, then yeah, we're winning by 13 and not 10, cover the spread. But I think that was like the worst game we played all year and we still won by 10. So I think that's super great. Aaron so a question real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Tanyan push off, pass interference? Pass, pass interference all okay. day. Okay. Dude, textbook. It was past 10 yards. You can't. You can't. 
mean, I kind of <laughs> thought it was, like, but maybe it wasn't. Like, I could see the argument both ways, but obviously, like, you get that call, you're, you're going to roll with it. And I'm kind of like, yeah, dude, like, you just, but, It's yeah. funny to see Rodgers show some emotion, you know? Why can't, you know, he show that emotion, like, every game, right? <laughs> no, and then, like, I was watching the game with my girlfriend last night, and we're watching it, and I think it was, like, when Packers were still down by, like, three scores or whatever, and... Like, they just go to a shot of Aaron Rodgers on the sideline when the Bills are on the offense, and he's just chatting it up with uh, Aaron Jones and, like, someone else, and they're kind of just laughing. And my girlfriend's like, does he care? Does he want to win this game? Is this just, like, a joke to him? And I'm like, it's just been so easy for so long, and he's been so used to winning. I guess he really doesn't. But, I mean, that was my biggest critique was, like, I didn't feel they were playing to win. Like, mm-hmm. it was so dumb. Chris Collinsworth, who I hate, like, as an announcer, he's like, yeah, they're really doing great here, the Packers, you know. They're just running the ball so well. I'm like, they're down by three scores, and they're just killing clock. Like, right. I, I was like, they're not going to – it's them versus the clock now, and they're losing that battle. So That 40-yard to toss, though, to make it 27-17, <sighs> that was a heck of a throw, though. That was, that was one where I was like, wow, okay, like – he still has it, just doesn't, you know, have anyone to throw it to. <laughs> I know, but, like, I've been saying it all year, and I still will. It's just, like, I feel it's his fault. It's, like, mm-hmm. he, you know, you literally go to your your employer, your organization, and be, like, hey, you make me the highest-paid quarterback, or I just retire. And right. then you wonder, like, why don't I have anyone around me? It's, like, you have old-ass Sammy Watkins, who had, what, two receptions last night? Like, yeah. that's your big yeah. free agent move, you know? So Right. And they're down thin. They had a lot of injuries last night. Did you see that guy get ejected? I was listening to it then. He punched like an inactive tight end or something. Dude, he just shoved him. (laughs) It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And like, I wish I was recording because like Morgan's sitting next to me and her jaw was just dropped for like a solid 20 seconds because like she couldn't believe it. She was because they came back to initially they were like, yeah, like uh, personal foul, whatever. And then they stopped before the next play. They're like, yeah, upon review from New York, like number whatever has been like voided from the game. He has to leave right now. <laughs> I was, I like, was listening because I pulled up. I had the – it was the Bills uh, the Bills broadcast on XM radio oh, that nice. I was listening to. And they like went down to the sideline guy. And he was talking about it. And then they got like more word. And then like they found out. And they're like, yeah, it was – because one guy thought he punched a coach. Yeah, that's and what And then the other guy actually. was like, no. Yeah, and then it was an inactive uh, freaking player. Yeah, which, yeah, I can't Just the guy imagine, on the practice dude. squad. I thought I was listening. I was like, kicked out of the game. Like, what did he just do? I mean, because initially, like, they had a hot mic situation where the ref was like, was like, yeah, 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 uh, touch the coach, and they're like, yep, touch the coach. And they're like, oh shoot, like, turn it off. And like, you look on the replay, Sean McDermott's right behind the player and like, kind of holding mm-hmm. him. I was like, I was kind of surprised he didn't like, because the player was going out of bounds, like. uh, and like rolled for a tackle and like the guy who he shoved was like kind of almost trying to help him up you know like watch out for his legs and also help him up and like I guess he didn't like him putting his hands on him and like instead of just letting him know like he also was like you know just get the f off me dude you know so that was crazy but I was hyped for that I don't like Aaron Rodgers I'm glad we were able to do that he is still winless in Buffalo and the Bills are still undefeated off a bye under Sean McDermott. So kept that wow. one. Let's see. A bad game. Love that stat. Love oh, that. Sad, dude. Oh, let's see. Something that was bad this week. Dude, how about those Seahawks just kind of rolling the Giants, getting a tough win at home? Like surprise yep. team of the year. God, dude, I hate it. 
I listened to that one too. You know, it was mm-hmm. on the Giants broadcast, and they're just like listening, and they're just you could just hear it like in their you gets to a point in their voices, they're just like, you know, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, you know, or, or Saquon, you know, they're always just like they just didn't do enough, and like they need to be there. They're like kind of weird too. Like mm-hmm. the defense is really good, yeah, and it's the same story though. It's it's like the Jets and the Giants, like this is the week where they kind of both like pulled off the mask and like, yeah, we're actually still just like the Jets and the Giants. Like, don't worry. Like, like Halloween. <laughs> it was me, the was old man Jenkins. Like, <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it. <laughs> dude, they almost did, but I don't know. But Gino I'm... Smith, dude, can you believe that? Like, dude, bring I'm... him back to the Jets, man. Come on. <laughs> It makes you think. I mean, when he was with the Jets, I remember he threw a perfect game once for y'all against the Falcons like forever ago. But I don't want to say he kind of is like not America's sweetheart, but everyone's always kind of like had a soft spot for Gino. Like, oh, remember that bowl game against Clemson when he was with West Virginia and he had Tavon Austin, you know? And like everyone was like, he always had this potential and just it never happened. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think he has like the best QBR in the league like so far. And dude. Dude, the stop. Seahawks are the team, you know. I don't know what it is about them. It must just be the leadership, and it's it's weird because you, yeah, it is wild to see after Russell Wilson leaves, like all these storylines that are coming out, and like yeah. some of these like subtle disses that even the Seahawks players are making. You're kind yeah. of just like, and then that what is it? Kenneth Walker, the mm-hmm. running back. Yeah, he he's been stuff. absolutely like they've always had a backfield. Because, you know, you used to have Chris Carson, and he would, mm-hmm. you know, every year, six games in, Carson would go down with something. Yeah. So it had to be the next guy. And then now it's just like they, they're they like the next man up with running backs. They're just like, hey, by the way, we have this guy. <laughs> He's yeah, freaking it's putting like up. the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, where did this dude come from? So either way, that NFC West is going to get dicey, nasty in the coming weeks. I think it's their division to win almost. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that division stinks. I mean, the Rams do not look like they won a Super Bowl last year. They look so old. So bad. The Cardinals stink. I mean, yeah. and it's just like you're you're looking at it and Seahawks are kind of in the driver's seat. And it's like if they can beat mm-hmm. out the Niners somehow, then the organization looks so smart after I think majority of people were like, they are so dumb for trading away future Hall of Famer Russell Wilson. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. the Broncos probably are going to have a pretty bad season rumors swirling of them losing their head coach but well we got a ton of buys this week so but you want to get into some picks baby let's get into them dude dude Dude, starting off hot all right we got the philadelphia eagles going all the way to houston texas who you got billy's favorite big again back to back how big how big 13 points (laughs) yeah i mean I think they'll that'll hit, you know. That's you know, David Smills though, you know, they have some uh and Antonio mm-hmm. Pierce or what was yeah, who's yeah, the running yeah, the back? Running back. Yeah, Pierce. He, they they have like, you know, they could be something next year, but it's still is Lovey Smith still the coach down there? Yeah, yeah, somehow. Yeah. I wonder if they'll give him another year. I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of organizations who are just in bad places right now. And but yeah, I think Philly just cannot be stopped right now. I, mean, I looked, they showed their schedule last night too, and I looked at it and I was like, dude, they're like have a cakewalk to like 12 and 0 right now. 
Yeah, they do. No, and it's like, it's kind of weird because like I feel we just got into this new era where it's just like, we added an extra game, we added an extra, you know, week of football. So quote unquote, they could be the first team to go 17 and 0. And it's weird because I think everyone I've talked to, like Holden and like our guest last week, Gabe, it's just like, this, this isn't a team. Like they're good, but they're not that good. They're not, right. you know, Tom Brady, Randy Moss, Patriots good. They're, mm -hmm. It's just like, and it's just crazy to me. But I, it is insane. I mean, I'm totally with you. I'm on the Eagles. Um, spoiler alert, this is one of my best bets. I don't have quite as big a card as last week, but I do have, I actually didn't do bad last week. I came out on, on top, on positive, so we'll take it. You know, looming economic crisis, follow my bets, spend some money, you know? <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm all in on the birds. Like, uh, I know it's a large number, but they had a similar number last week against Pittsburgh. I think they cover this again. And especially because, I mean, this Texas team barely showed anything against kind of a subpar Tennessee team last week. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm all on the Texans, Mike. Or no, I'm all on the Eagles. Oh, my God, I almost picked myself out. Oh that would have been bad. Oh, that was, that was <laughs> Got to get redacted. Redacted. Right. We're going to edit that out in post. <laughs> edit it in post. Edit it out. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that. We'll cut that. Oh, moving it on to, to an old school rivalry back in the day of two former goats. Colts, Patriots. The boy from Texas, Sam Ellinger, getting his first start in New England at Gillette Stadium. I, well, I can't figure out my head around this one, you know? I, yeah, I mean, I, tell, tell me who's going to win. I mean, I, I feel like it's hard to bet against the Patriots at home. And, you know, Ellinger might, you know, he just needs some more time under it, but... Mm -hmm. Still, I I feel like New England ugly win against the Jets, but this will be an ugly game too. It'll be similar. What's the what's their what's the line on this one? Is it Patriots oh, like minus three? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Patriots minus three or Patriots minus one. Let me pull it up on my phone. But I'll just uh, I don't know. I'll talk about it some right well, now. Well, it's just hard. No, minus it's five just... and a half. Kind of a large for number. New England, yeah, you know. yeah, I could see this being like a field goal win, yeah, or like three four, like maybe similar to like the twenty two seventeen with the Jets, but I don't think it's. There's a lot of question marks, but Patriots, the defense is good, so yeah. I think that they'll intercept Ellinger twice. I, I was really impressed with Ellinger. Like I hate to say it because you know, like as a Sooner and like. Ellinger's famous for the whole, like, Texas won a bowl game and goes, we're back. <laughs> like, but he had, like, he had one of the prettiest balls I've, like, seen all year. Or, like, it was just on the money to uh, shoot whoever their number one is right now. I can't remember his last name. I know he played at USC. But anyway. Wasn't it? Is it Paris Campbell? Or No, he's got no, a brother who's in the uh, NFL, too. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, yeah, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. They have, they don't, you know, yeah, they're, I don't know their receivers. I know it from fantasy. That's <laughs> no, dude. I mean, it's just like, I mean, gone are the years of like Reggie Wayne and T.Y. Hilton, even. I'm like, is that dude even in the league anymore? Like, Man, we got Marvin Harrison Jr. over at Ohio State, though. That's so. right. That's actually pretty electric. That's crazy. <laughs> Time marches on. Um, no, but he had a really pretty ball that actually would have put the Colts in the field goal position to beat the Washington Commanders. And for some reason, the guy has it in his hands and just drops it. It was just like the perfect pass. Like, oh my I, I would almost be more excited to see him get more passing attempts because I think being his first start, they really relied on the run game. That being said, wrapping up, I'm going on the pass here. I mean, 
I hate the Patriots. Like you know, I hate the yeah. Patriots. They both do, man. And this is just a they bad Patriots has, team. Yeah. Mac Jones stinks. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a chubby, tall white boy out there. Honestly, I honestly think Davis Mills would be better on that Patriots team than Mac Jones. Yeah. Like maybe straight swap right there, trade right there. Maybe. You know, no, Belichick's I'm sure Houston working. wouldn't give him up for Mac Jones, dude, of all people. I don't know if they could do that. Yeah. Nah, it'd have to be one of those deals like how Jared Goff went to the Lions and they're just like, Yeah, we just need to get rid of a ton of cap space. So here's a first round pick. Like, you know, sort of deal. It's like here's something insane that you just and offer too good reviews. But yeah, so we're both on the Patriots. We're both doubling mm-hmm. up here. <sighs> well. I think this is my upset game of the week right here. Old rivalry. This was the NFL itself. Packers, Lions, playing in the Motor City. I'm picking the Lions. I'm doing it. I yeah. I wanted to, but then I looked at the end. Like I wanted to, I was like, no, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's owned Detroit for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. But then I look at the injury report. And there's just too many injuries on this Packers team. Mm-hmm. I think DeAndre Swift, another week being healthy. And I think Bills have kind of shown the blueprint. It's just like, if you can limit Aaron Rodgers throwing and just make them eat clock, if you can outpass the Packers, you're going to beat them. So I'm taking the Lions, get a huge upset here at home. And yeah. no one's going to tell me different. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm I'm been I'm big on Jared Goff this year too, you know. Most games he's kept him in it, dude, and he's shown signs that he, you know, is an above average quarterback. So I mean, I think so too. And the Lions for the most part, they've been in the games, but I mean they got they've been blown out a couple of times. But still for some of the big name teams, the big name games, they were in it, you know, week one, Philly, they yeah. only lost, you know, the, it, it technically lost really by 10, but they scored a touchdown at the end to make it a three-point game and all that. But yeah. I think it's it's about time for the Lions to get a win and for the city of Detroit to be able to be happy about something this season is they beat Aaron Rodgers. That would be, they'd be put a banner up in that one, you know, like the Colts one, like AFC, like finisher or whatever. It's just going to be like, beat Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) And at that point, like Aaron Rodgers has to retire. He's like, now I, that's one of those where he's like, now I know I'm bad. Now I know I'm on a bad team when the Lions beat me. But yeah, dude, I hope Dan Campbell gets a win. I love him. I think he's a good coach. We all love them on hard knocks and just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you got to win some games to keep your job. You know, personality isn't going to, it's not going to keep you employed in the NFL. I know because he's a really likable guy, but I was listening to like on part of my take that were like after like week three or four and he just kept, he keeps saying the same thing. Like that one's on me. Like, and so after a little while, like you can't really buy that anymore and be like, well, we get that it's on you, but like you got to see some kind of change. So I think they, that I made a good point about that. And, I mean, I hope, you know, maybe he can turn it around, make it a, some kind of season to where, you know, obviously just not an awful season, just something yeah. to show, like, for next year, just of, like, well, you know, you know, the classic things, like, well, we finished the season with some momentum there, you know, and we might be able to hold on to that for next year. But yeah, the NFL, you know, there's uh, – it's the NFL. 
he could be out of there, man, by the end. Not even he, he might not make it the end of the season. You never know with, with the Detroit, with the NFL, you know? True. So we'll see. I think it's that quote on the pillow, well, you know, the NFL. It's <laughs> it's the NFL. <laughs> Dude, that's perfect. I love it. Yeah. Okay, dang, we're both on those Detroit kitties, baby. Yeah. Yeah, we did it all last year too. It's like I think it's this week for the Lions. You just Dude. ride it until it actually happens. <laughs> But like this Packers team isn't good. Like, and like part of me is like, okay, like this is a solid bounce back game for them. But I'm like, I just I don't know. I think they are beatable. And I think if not now, then then when? Because this Detroit team yeah. does have to get away. They have offense. I think it would come down to like the last play of the game, but I think they got DeAndre Swift, he's healthy again. So, you know, they have kind of him and Jamal Williams going after it. So I yeah. think, you know, the only thing you have to really worry about with Green Bay is the front, is getting the pressure on the quarterback on defense yep. is them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're big time part of that defense is the the front three or four. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting success, man, I think they could ride it all the way to the end. Oh, here we go for Detroit just one time. Moving it on to a really weird game. Chargers falcons playing in atlanta falcons winning a barn burner currently number one in the nfc south what's up with that and aren't they a game under 500 and first place in the nfc yeah, south yeah, yeah. everyone in the nfc south has, has a losing record but the falcons had a thrilling overtime win against carolina even though they probably should have lost but DJ because Moore, that dude took his helmet off, man. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that they oh. called that though. But that's the rule, you know. You got to call it, you know. Well, controversial. I saw on Twitter, Twitter, Tony Dungy, Hall of Fame coach, you know, Super Bowl winner with the Colts. Um, he actually said technically, he was like, technically, it shouldn't have been called because he was off the field. He took it off when he was on the other side of the end zone. Oh. So little controversy, but like I agree with you. Like I was watching it live. And you know, said the same thing. I was like, "That is so dumb." And then, like, you look at the missed field, the missed extra point, and you're like, "You know what? If it was five, ten yards closer, I think it hooks in." And it's just, and you never go to overtime, and you never lose. So that is what happened because I missed that. He mm-hmm. obviously it's fifteen yard penalty pushed him back, and they missed the extra point and lost in overtime. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. If you haven't seen the highlight of that catch, it was insane. No, I saw no. I saw the catch, but then I like. Just, didn't yeah know what happened after that i just saw the, the whole thing on twitter being like uh, about dj Moore uh costing them the game and i was like what did he do and then i thought about it and i was like oh i'm sure they had a chance to win right there at the end his penalty pushes the back and he hooked the extra point yeah, yeah that's a tough one i mean we'll see if there's any i mean carolina's <laughs> a free fall firing their head coach you know like know. not a healthy yeah. quarterback in sight so but right they're, they're right. still covering some spreads but but we're on chargers falcons well, right. who's going to win this ball game? And battle the Ducks, Justin Herbert and Marcus Mariota. Yeah, as weird Three as it ones. sounds, dude, I'm going with Atlanta. I'm seeing Atlanta? Atlanta is going. Oh. Dude, the Chargers have looked so bad. The only person yeah. that Justin Herbert has been able to complete the ball to is dump offs to Austin Eckler. Uh-huh. And it's killing me because I'm facing a fantasy like every week with all these people. And I'm like, stop throwing it to him, man. <laughs> so I don't know. It might be one of those games where Herbert, you know, shuts down the haters and shows mm-hmm. everyone like this is who I really am. This is who I was all last year. But yeah. he just hasn't done it this year and i think what 
if Keenan Allen, dude, he's been out with that hamstring injury all year. He's healthy now, maybe, but then Mike Williams just got hurt too, and he's going to be out for a little while, I believe. So I don't really know. And I think Hotlanta, I think they're hot Hot right now, dude. They're hot. I mean – Loki, they kind of are, and like they're 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 making it happen some way, one way or another. Ah, dude. That being said, I just mm, I want to be with you on it. I just can't. I gotta go Chargers. I think they yeah. find. I think they find a way, but I think this has to be maybe besides the Broncos. For I think who else? Like so far, if we're if we're gonna call this the halfway point of the season, has to be one of the most disappointing teams. Like this was a team that people were. Yep. I mean, all off season, how much do we hear about Herbert? How like oh he's he's the next Josh Allen. He's Watch mm-hmm. out for him for MVP. Watch out for him for passing leader. Like, make a big splash in the playoffs. And now it's like, they may, may not even make the playoffs. Like, Yeah. I mean, they had a heartbreak last year with the Raiders knocking him out when they could have just waited. Could have left it with a tie and let him it's in. Like, but they were like, nah. Like, don't, no. no. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, they need to pick it up, though. And their defense is really freaking good, though. Khalil mm-hmm. Mack has been doing Khalil Mack things, and, yeah. and, and I think – but I don't know. Uh, Mariota can run. I think every, no matter what defense you are, that's the thing where you're like, well, if they're not putting a spy on him and he's getting around and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I think we'll see. But I, I don't know. There's something weird about what's going on in Atlanta right now, something. and I'm honestly all for it, though, dude. I'm all <laughs> for it. Must be something in the water down there in hot Atlanta. <laughs> Must be something in the Chick Fil A sandwiches they're selling at the stadium, dude. Ah, in the Sweetwater Four Twenties, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know what game we gotta talk about next? Yep. This one yep. just, you know, I hope it doesn't tear our friendship apart. You know, for our <sighs> audio listeners at home, for those of you who don't know, Will is a diehard Jets fan. I'm a diehard Bills fan. So, in fun fact, I'm actually going to this game in MetLife with my girlfriend, club level somehow. We lucked out on some good tickets. I know. I'll send you a ton of snaps, you know? Yes. You got to tell all the New Jersey Jets fans to be nice to me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, but (laughs) tell me why you think the Jets are going to win. Oh, that just sounds gross to say out loud. The only way... The Jets win this game is if legitimately this what has to happen is there has to be a momentum shifter, like a pick six, pick six, and then a holdout on you know the Jets. That's a really good defense. That's everyone knows it's a good defense, but there needs obviously there needs to be offense. The mm-hmm. only way that this is even close, dude, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming, you know, I would expect this to – I'm hoping it'll be a two-touchdown win by Buffalo. I don't want it to get too ugly, and I yeah. think the defense um, can keep the Jets in it. You know, there might be some garbage time uh, points to make it look even worse than it is. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you – the only way for real for the team to win is for Zach Wilson to – step up yeah yeah he has like, to look like a bottom first line he's got plenty of receivers to throw the ball to you got elijah moore who once Drama. again isn't targeted and so i'm like why like he's a big receiver and he's got conklin at tight end you yeah. know we have i think Corey davis is out but you know mm. you have garrett wilson, garrett wilson so there's nice. like some pieces there to where 
you know, obviously I don't expect the Jets to win, but it's not even about this game. It's mm-hmm. about for the rest of the season. Like us fans need to see that Zach Wilson is the guy because we've seen little tiny um, pieces of it all season. Where yeah. You'll see like it, it's against the Pittsburgh game where he leads them back to the game winning touchdown yeah. and just, you know, 10 yard passes, things getting the ball, yeah. everything. So you can see him do it sometimes, but it's hard. So that's the only way is, is if, Zach Wilson obviously has to step up and have the game of his life, and the defense has to keep doing what they're doing. But this is the best offense in the league, so I don't really know what they're going to do. Maybe Sauce Gardner can hold off Stefan Diggs, but then you have Gabe Davis over there. You have Devin Singletary who you can dump it off to. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's tough. I mean, it's, like, weird for me because, like, something I've said, like, all year and even, like, when we're talking about the offseason, like, our, our preseason episodes – it's just, I actually love this Jets team. Like, I that sounds weird to say out loud. I thought y'all had a great draft, a great free agency. I was like, dang, if Zach Wilson develops, I was like, this could be something, like, I don't want to say where this rivalry is back, but, like, I feel like the past almost, like, six, seven years, it just really, not since that Ryan Fitzpatrick year has this really been a tough rivalry, you know? Right. And I like Robert Sala as a head coach. I think he's – Me like, too, yeah. And, and, like, you talk about that, it's just, like, it's tough in the NFL to – to have a job when you have two back-to-back losing seasons like it really is a turnstile unless you finish with some momentum you know and it's like mm-hmm. well let's get one more off season let's get one more draft and let's see what we can do but i'm with you because i love sauce gardner and honestly he kind of scares me like i know Jair alexander had a pick last night but i don't think he's that good of a corner honestly like but sauce oh gosh what he did at the packers i was like let's go I think this would be a different game if Brees Hall was healthy, but absolutely, I'm with you. I'm honestly just hoping that we have no injuries because, like, I think everyone just talks a lot of crap on MetLife Field on just like the quality of the turf and their life. Yeah, that does worry me too. Mm-hmm. That is something, yeah, that it just happens, and you start to see everyone, even like current players, who are like saying that they need to do something about that. So that is something that, yeah, that you have to worry about. Well, it's not just that. It's even like I think LA, LA's SoFi Stadium, which is much newer than MetLife, but they're even like, why don't we play on grass? And like, if you ever want to see something cool, like look up Las Vegas's. They actually have a machine that wheels in the entire grass from outside. They have like a special door and they just wheel in like real grass, but they like grow it outside. Yeah. It is the most, they're like, then they'll make how much money and they're, they're going to like tell us like, oh, maintaining real grass just costs too much. We, we're going to use turf instead. And I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone would like to play on just grass, dude. I mean, just no matter who you are, like going out and like throwing the football just on yeah. like out at the park on just grass or just like this is just. It, it's nice you know dude getting so i get it, on it like, yeah I don't know. getting all the freaking uh, uh grass stains on your jeans from playing out all day yeah <laughs> dude takes me back but oh real quick what do you think the spread is on this game Oof. i'm gonna go bills minus 10 oh that's close it is higher than that is the same as the eagles actually uh minus 13 this is a large, large spread. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm going with the Bills here. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I think the Bills just are that team. I'm, mm-hmm. From my perspective, I'm like, let's get a W. Let's not have any injuries. So it's like on to the next one. Like the rest of our schedule isn't that bad either. So it's just kind of like, I don't want to say cruise, but like let's make sure we finish 
AFC first overall, get home field advantage through the playoffs, and then just, you know, see what happens. But the weather's going to be beautiful in the stadium. It's going to be a weird 70 degrees in November. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, you know. That's oh, like – Make sure I was thinking, the beach, you know, huh? But <laughs> – Go back to your fall guard days. Exactly. <laughs> get me out there with all this, the bleach, bleached hair, oh, dude. Yes. Get everything, man. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, the Jets can probably win if it's a game like the Miami game. And, dude. You know, what if that happens? What if it happens, dude? Dude, stop. <laughs> I hated that so much. I was like – and they did for weeks after. They were like, it's 120-degree heat index in the sun. <laughs> and, like, on the other sideline, it's only, like, 80. I'm just like, this is mind-boggling that this is That was legal. wild. Like, dude, that's what they do to people in Gitmo. Like, you know, like <laughs> – they're like let's torture them uh i'm on the bills you're on the jets let's just hope everyone yep. has fun and no injuries on yep. the team and right. we'll still be friends at the end of this I, always no matter yeah. what and then we can start to think about new england next week for the jets and we'll go beat them this time that's yeah. right dude screw it they're so dude they're just bad and their fans stink too they're just they're just smelly no they're um, just uh yeah i mean the whole boston just they've had so much success that everyone they're you know so it is nice to see them you know i hope they can be even worse uh in the coming years but yeah, yeah. we could just hope for it right nothing tastes better than sweet sweet patriots fans tears that's just oh, that's just yes. my two cents but oh yeah oh, we've been on this a lot let's move to a more local game here yeah vikings are coming from minnesota to washington will does washington stand a chance i mean they're on a win streak but Vikings are top of the NFC North. They're at six and one themselves. They're they're a good ball team. Um, for Washington, I, and I feel like every single fan is happy that for some reason Carson Wentz didn't want to throw the ball to the best receiver on the team, uh, Terry McLaurin, and now Heineke is throwing it to him all the time. Yeah. And so that's been cool. But this is also like you think of the Kirk Cousins. This is I think this is the first time he's played in Washington since he left. Really? Okay. That's I think that's the homecoming for Kirk, and I feel like Kirk is like, I feel like when he left, like Washington, like they're mean to him, dude. They don't fans don't like him. I'm like, what's yeah, they like don't. going on they here? Don't. So Holden hates him. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's like Mr. Five Hundred. He he wins as much as he loses. Like he's just Mr. Mediocre. Like, is it a what's is it a like a one o'clock game or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, one o'clock. So. Yeah, as long as prime it wasn't time. in prime time, I would pick Washington if it was in prime time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird because I like Heineke, but like I think the Vikings are just too loaded. Like I think it's the healthiest yeah. knock on wood. We've seen Dalvin Cook. I think mm -hmm. this is fine, and Kirk is not making mistakes. Like so. Yeah, he's being a good game manager. He's not yeah. like thinking he has to do it all. No. And it's also nice when yeah, when you do have the Dalvin Cook because. But, I mean, last year he tore his ACL like, within, like, the first, like, three or four weeks. So, it was yeah. – um, it is nice to see him healthy, dude, because full – I don't – have we ever gotten to see a full season of him? I don't even no. know. I don't think – I think, like, maybe it, one. Yeah, I think the year after he, he got drafted, I think he tore it that year, too. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm all for it, and it is nice to see him out there, uh, you know, FSU guys out there just doing work. So I think no, I don't think Washington. No, yeah, I think just, we get a just little, big no. Get, I think we get brought down back to earth a little here. I mean, anything's possible, but this isn't the Colts. This isn't mm -hmm. the Bears. I was like, the Vikings. I think we can almost confidently say is a playoff team. Like, yeah. And 
the winner of the NFC North. They're beating the Packers probably twice this year. So and it's not I'm the on- classic like Vikings of where you see them imploding like they do most years. Yeah. This is like a team where you're like kind of like they're pretty, you know, pretty set all around. Mm-hmm. So as long as you know something crazy doesn't happen or you know, and all Kirk Cousins doesn't have to do anything more than what he's doing, man. Yeah. So it, I think they're fine. The only like X factor for me and someone I talked about with like Holden a lot and other Washington fans is Chase Young. Like I think he is trending to play this game. And part of me is like, how really? Is this? That's what that's what Holden's been telling me that there is a chance. Like Ron Rivera apparently has been saying that he's trending that way and there's no like setbacks oh. for him. And like it has made me wonder like if this is a guy who even just had half a sack in all these games where they like lost and like that essentially takes away a possession or a down like how much closer are some of these games you know as me being a bills fan a team with a fantastic pass rush that has bailed us out so much beautifully that we didn't have last year and it's just mm-hmm. it, it makes me wonder is because montez sweat is having a great year like I'm yeah you, we had chase oh, yeah. there is it almost like how dallas's defense has been carrying them you know but yeah you're right. I mean, it's good. I didn't even know. I, I mean, he's been out for a while. It's good yeah. to hear that he's coming back, though. But, yeah, I can see that. So, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Washington, they're back to 500. So, I mean, it's, it's be crazy. trending in the right way. Yeah. Every, yeah. every team in the NFC East has a winning record right now, which no one saw coming, I don't think. So. NFC Beast. NFC Beast, baby. No longer the NFC Least. All right, we're both on the Vikings. Let's move it on to a weird game. I don't think I'm going to get a feel on it until we see tonight's game. But it's Panthers, Bengals. It's got to be Bengals. I'm, I'm just going to go Bengals. I'm just going to say it right here. Yeah, I don't think there's much to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Besides, I mean, what, P.J. Walker, dude, that's a great story that yeah. he has. And that's really cool. But, you know... Cincinnati has really turned on the Jets and that's all goes back to Joe Burrow getting some time but I did forget that I mean (laughs) uh, Jamar Chase being out but he still has like T Higgins Tyler Boyd out there so I think and then you know Joe Mixon in the backfield Cleveland is is weird I know they've lost a lot of heartbreakers this year um, so I don't don't really know about them still especially with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback because you know, there's times when you're like, wow, that was a really good play by him. And then there's a lot of times where it's a pick or, or something. Just mm-hmm. So I don't know. Cleveland has just been disappointing, I think, to say the least, for, for everyone's expectations this year. And I just continue to see that. I don't think the Bengals will have a hiccup game. I think they're going to keep their head down and say, let's just go in and win, you know? I think it's the time for them like uh, to just – make that push like we're winning the Mm -hmm. division it's not going to be a toss-up between us and ravens let's stack up division wins and you know we'll just we'll host home field advantage and like hopefully that's enough but i agree with you like i felt they were kind of almost had a little bit of a hangover from last year's super bowl run even though Mm -hmm. they lost the big game but yeah they're kind of looking more back to where they were and i just i mean this panthers team covers like i think i look Mm -hmm. at it (laughs) i think like i'm pretty sure that this they're eight point dogs like Cincinnati's favorite eight points and I'm like that's kind of big for me I'm like they, they covered last week like they're finding a way to win games like they're still in the NFC South like I yeah I, I really couldn't tell you Devonta Foreman looks better than Christian McCaffrey did with them so that but, is true there's a lot of you know potential upside on that Panthers team but yeah 
And I feel like it's going to be interesting either way. Um, because we'll see who the Bengals really are in the next four to six weeks with Jamar Chase out as well, you mm-hmm. know. It's, but, but yeah, it's just because uh, keep forgetting we have Cleveland, Cincinnati tonight, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. But yeah, yeah that's right. the Halloween <laughs> game, orange on orange, baby. <laughs> you know, all the picks, everyone in orange is on your team. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> we're both on the Bengals. Let's move it on to a weird toss-up, but definitely a competitive game. Raiders, Jaguars, Will. I know, it's kind of stinky, right? Like, Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a weird one. Um, is there any way that you can talk me out of not picking the Jaguars here? <laughs> like, that just sounds weird to say out loud. Like, um, Yeah, who just, who shut out the Raiders yesterday? Saints, baby. <laughs> who dat? I mean, this year, both two stinky, smelly, no good, rotten teams right now, dude. They're, they're, this Jack team isn't bad. I think they should have won, but I think Trevor just hasn't quite taken that step. He's obviously better than last year. I love seeing Travis, like, I mean, especially as a Travis uh, fantasy owner. Uh, oh, me too, him. man. Yeah. Like he's yeah. nice, he's nice, but yeah, man, Lawrence, I don't know, he's got to step it up. But this should be a winnable game. I mean, this, this <sighs> yeah, I think we were talking about the Chargers being such a disappointment. I think this Raiders team, I mean, making a splash play in the offseason, getting Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, being a playoff team last year, and now it's like, yeah, the season's kind of done unless they really win out and like a lot of things happen. Like, I think this is one of those games, like, both of these teams, like, need this win so bad. They're mm. both just, like, we – this is one of those. I'm sure they're both looking at it being, like, oh, yeah, like, this is one we can go in and win, you know. So, yeah, yeah Trevor Lawrence has some uh, – some. you can see that he has it sometimes, but there are times when it's really bad. And But it's also with Derek Carr, dude. Like, Last year, you were kind of like, wow, this Derek Carr guy, man, he's really stepping up. He's really yeah. got it going on. And then this year, you're like, man, what's going on, dude? You have one of the best receivers in the league and, and the best tight end. Well, arguably the best tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. And like, like, and then you have Josh Jacobs in the backfield. It's like, what's he's the issue here? Like, I don't, I don't get it, man. I, I don't. think it's the coaching because they had a different coach last year. They had the interim, and now they have, I think, Mike McDaniels, you know, former – offensive coordinator for Patriots and just like I hate to say it but it seems like Bill Belichick's underlings just never seem to work out no matter where they go like in what situation yeah so yeah Josh McDaniel is not um I mean obviously they're not going to get rid of him after a year but the dude needs to really it's like most coaches you like it's the Dan Campbell situation too it's like you got to put some wins together to yeah. show them that like you know what you're doing yeah and yeah last year was what kind of a interesting for the Raiders but they rallied around the interim coach and Mm -hmm. he's like a hard-nosed guy who just was like a player's coach and so I think that Josh like why didn't you keep him yeah right and now he's like the special teams coach in Green Bay oh that's it now that's that's interesting well that's weird that being said I'm on the Jags who are you Mm -hmm. on I'm gonna go with the Jags man I like I, I like seeing Travis out there. He's been 
Travis Etienne is is something nice. And as a fantasy owner as well, like I'm like, just keep giving him the ball, my friend. <laughs> I'm like finally an RB1. I'm not just like I'm not just like, oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed, like him and Devin Singletary both get me 15 points, like off of oh catches and receiving yards alone. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough year in one of my leagues. With mm-hmm. so I got da- if Dalvin Cook and Travis Etienne can stay healthy as my running backs, like I'll be all set. So, dude, no, I'm that here would, for all of them. Yeah. Because, I mean, James Robertson no longer taking carries or touches away from him. You'll love to see it. But moving on to our surprise segment, Will. I hope you're, hope you're ready for this. All right. One coach, one NFL coach that you can beat in a fist fight. Oh, God. I know. It's tough. As funny as it sounds, I think I'm going to go uh, Raiders coach uh, Josh McDaniel, dude. He kind of does have like a soft <laughs> face. It kind of looks like... <laughs> He kind of looks like he would tap out quick. Like, he doesn't look tough. He does not look tough. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe his players are like, I don't respect this guy. Like, he's not even taking a punch, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, oh, you're like, you just like look too young to be here, man. He looked like he should be on the team, you know. I think they just, you know, the older guys, you know, the respect level. He needs to win over that locker room, dude. That's what yeah. He's got to do it. One way or another. All right, and one quarterback that you could beat in 40-yard dash. One quarterback. One starting quarterback. 40 yard dash. 40 yard dash. Who you quicker than, huh? Oof. Oh man. Oof. If you if you want to, I mean, I don't know if you can repeat, but last week Gabe said Tom Brady. So I don't know if you can think of anyone else. I don't know, dude. He's on the TB12 diet. No, you never know with that, dude. The TB12. <laughs> Maybe that's their problem. They're not letting Tom run it enough. You know? I'm gonna go. Oh man, sorry, I'm taking so long. Oh, you're here. fine. Maybe not I'm a starter, not... but maybe just like anyone, anyone who's on the NFL roster at the quarterback position, if that helps. Well, that's yeah. easy. But yeah. I'm thinking of a starting. If I, if any quarterback, I'm going to do both. Any starting quarterback in the league, I'd go with Sam Darnold. Um, but starting quarterback, I would go with. Oof. Okay, who's down there? Who's down there? I'm going to go last year. I'm going to go Andy Dalton. I actually like that. That's a good one. That's a good sleeper pick. I think I, I think you could outbeat uh, Andy Dalton too. I like Andy Dalton on the Saints, though. I think he's better than Jameis. Yeah, I, mean, I do too. Yeah, <laughs> you just smoke in the red rifle on a forty. Good lord, poor guy. Don't do it to him. All right, so back to picks. Here we go. We got five more games here. All right, Dolphins, Bears. It's got to be all Dolphins, right? Or have the Bears not yeah. figured it the out? The Bears, no, dude. I mean, they just traded away Roquan Smith, too. They did. I think two was – oh, my God. That's going to – the Miami might beat them by three touchdowns. Yeah. No, like, uh, I forgot. I think it was before the trade got announced, but they were only favored by four and a half. And, like, I think that's almost a disrespect. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know they I don't I don't. barely beat Detroit last week, but, like, this – and I hate to say it, it is a good team. And Tua is having mm-hmm. the best year of his career. Like, hopefully yeah. he stays healthy, but – I just – you can't stop, dude. Tyreek Hill is – like, 
every Monster. single week, dude. It's, it's like 11 catches for like 180 yards. And you're just like, mm -hmm. dude, he doesn't even have touchdown catches. He's just yeah. catching like these. And I'm like, that's crazy. And you're like, well, once we take out uh, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle's Waddle. right there, dude. And that guy is tough, man. Yeah. Um, He's a fast guy, too. They have a fast offense. So, yeah, as much as it pains me because, you know, they're in our division and everything, but the Dolphins are just, I think they're back to being what they were those first four games of the season, you know? I agree. And so the Bears, I don't know. Justin Fields has had a couple good games, but mm -hmm. he can't do it all. And this might turn into a game where he thinks he needs to do it all again, mm -hmm. and it might get ugly, you know? Yeah, no, I'm. I'm with you there. I mean, I know you want to say like, oh, the Bears are at home and you want to give a home field factor, but I think trading Roquan Smith, a guy who wanted to trade at the beginning of the season because they said they were going to franchise tag him at the end of this year, and he was like, mm -hmm. either give me a long-term deal or just trade me. Um, I think that kind of was a sign of, I mean, unless you just, you got a deal that was the best deal that we're going to get. Mm -hmm. But it almost kind of seems like we're handing him the towel. Like we know we're not, we're kind of out of it. Let's let's just get picks, you know. But I think it's I, tough to see that though with a young quarterback, though, for a young quarterback to see they all they his teammates, you know. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I guess it's time to him. Yeah, yeah. Like it I know, the it, I'm at the point where it's just you feel bad for like the Bears, and that's sad when it comes from a team, a fan of a team like the New York Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, but like they are like a perennial. I want to say like not a powerhouse, but like it is a team that like has a strong fan base and people are really big mm -hmm. on. And people still talk about the '85 Bears defense. And I mean, you and me, our generation, it's like we liked watching Jay Cutler. Like those were fun teams. Brian Erlacher, man, I had oh, an Erlacher dude. jersey when I was in middle school. Yeah, he was a beast. He was a yeah. monster. But the only thing I have to say about this is like I love that how you brought up Tyreek Hill and his usage and like this is backtracking a little to our last game, but like I don't understand why the Raiders don't just copy that. It's just like we're talking mm -hmm. about probably the two highest paid wide receivers in the league. And it's just like just feed Devontae Adams the ball until he throws up. It does not matter if he scores, just have him get you yards, get you catches, your offense runs through him. So I like that is that what it's what arizona's around. doing right now man yeah, with with D -Hop. D -Hop back. Yeah. kyler has gotten him like 19 <laughs> targets a game and i'm like why doesn't everyone else do this you mm -hmm. know it's like not that hard to literally make your number one wide receiver happy yeah. it's called throwing the ball to him and if he's gonna show who he really is he's gonna make the catches you know so i agree yeah. no so it's just like it's weird it's just like i think it's I know it's hard because it's football, and uh, but it almost seems like other people have figured it out. So get it together. But moving on yeah. here to a team we talked about earlier, NFC West divisional matchup, Seahawks Cardinals in the desert. Well, does speaking of D Hop, I mean, do they have a chance of getting their season back on track with a division win here? This is a tough one. This is kind of one of those where you like you call it kind of like a trap game. If you're Seattle, you're kind of like, we kind of have to win this game. But I think if the Cardinals can somehow win this game, like, mm -hmm. yeah, you start to just kind of get back to being like, well, like, you know, and you'll see it the next week if they win, that analysts will come out and be like, you know, they have a lot of potential. And I think just having DeAndre Hopkins back, though, is big no matter what team you are. Yeah. And it's like what Kyler's doing, it might all come together you know, next week, but 
I also don't know. Seattle is really solid, and they're working exactly like they did. They look like they did when they had Russell Wilson, dude. They have yeah. the long ball, Tyler Lockett, deep threat, who's mm-hmm. just there. Yeah. And then you have, I don't know if DK played last week or not, this I week or not. And, you know, DK is a solid guy as well. Mm-hmm. And then the backfield, dude, the, the freaking Kenneth Walker is putting up like 180 yards a game. Like, and I just don't think, I don't know. I think I think Seattle's going to keep it rolling, but it is one of those games where it's weird because the NFC West is just a strange, yeah, it is strange not division, dude. I don't can. even know. Dude. Yeah. Super weird. Um, I'm totally with you on that. And like, I love the comparison of comparing it to old Seattle teams. It's starting to make Phil Carroll look real smart. Like, I mean, just like, cause I mean, strong run game and just, I mean, throw when you need to, but like you have explosive guys who can, and Tyler, Tyler Lockett, I think has to be a hall of famer at this point. Like, I think he's never had a bad season and like, I think there's a compliment to him that he's like, he's doing it with Gino, but even though Gino's having the best year of his life. But Dude, yeah. I'm with you on so, that. Like it, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because he said Phil Carroll. And that was just really funny to me. Oh, oh dude, that's my <laughs> thing. I have a personal vendetta against Phil Carroll, so I'm refusing to call him by his real name. But at the same time, he's kind of winning me over the season. I think if like somehow <laughs> they find a way to make the playoffs, like – and especially because I bet against their win total, I bet that they wouldn't win over five and a half games and they're at five, like, which I feel pretty confidently I'm going to lose that bet, barring like divine intervention. So like, maybe if they, maybe if they, maybe if I lose that bet, I'll, I'll give Phil his name privileges back, you know, because I used to be a big Phil guy. I used to be like, wow, you know, and then like, I'm like, no, like he was kind of a scumbag at USC. He lost Reggie Bush's Heisman. He gets to skedaddle off to seattle and and win a ring no no repercussions to him or his Mm -hmm. career you know i understand Uh, yeah no i get it yeah so and then like i thought he was wasting russell wilson's talent and apparently russell wilson was wasting russell wilson's talent (laughs) yep yeah wow but i'm with you on it fully i'm on the hawks as well um especially with that new modern warfare just dropped you know kyler's been busy you know i know yeah he's already 0 and 1 dude you know it dropped on friday so (laughs) (sighs) makes you think makes you wonder uh let's move it on to last year's nfc divisional or last year's nfc championship game la rams back in tampa two banged up old teams not looking like themselves the past three years um I really That's another ugly that. one, man. Yeah, Golly, right? there's some ugly matchups this week. But Tom Brady off a bye, like I really want to take this box team. I can't remember. Yeah. I think someone on uh, Barstool Sports Advisors, friends of the pod, I think, um, <laughs> like said that either Tom Brady is really good after a bye or really bad off of a bye. And like, I mean, obviously this is a whole different year. Him going through a divorce, so who knows? But I really want to take the Buccaneers. Who are you on? Yeah, I think I feel like that defense just needed some rest, dude. Mm-hmm. It feels like, you know, because they still have all the same players for the most part, and they're a good defense. And it's like, I think, you know, coming off a of bye, having some rest, mm-hmm. I think the Buccaneers will, I mean, defenses continue to just haunt Matt Stafford. And even more if Cooper Cup's potentially out this yeah. week, I think they announced it's like a, not like a bad sprained ankle but it's like something that he's dealing with so 
Because some of this is questionable. I, know, I know it's Monday, so it's still early. Like things can change. I think Tampa will. Yeah, we'll get the, it's in Tampa as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At home, yeah. LA is just I don't know, dude. They're one of those teams where they have to show me something. They're gonna have to to have a win where you're like, okay, like they're good. I mean, but they no. can't run the ball, and they paid Allen Robinson a good amount of money and nothing out of him. Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford just will not look his way. It's like Cup, and then like, okay, check it down to Higby, you know? Yeah, it's crazy how many names they used to have, and now I'm like, I don't even know who's on the team anymore. Besides, obviously, the defense, you have, you know, the, the big names, uh, yeah. Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But yeah. it's like the offense is just like, yeah, Allen Robinson, I don't know what the heck's up there. The dude just doesn't want to throw the ball to him. And yeah. then Cup's got 18 targets a game, but they're all like five-yard gains across the middle, and you're just like, you know, you can't win like that. And no. running back, Cam Akers, not really sure what's going on with him with off the field or just waiting on a trade, not wanting to play. And Henderson, Henderson's just not the guy. They need They need someone else. He used to have Sony Michelle. I don't know where Sony Michelle's at now. He's I think somewhere. He actually else. plays on the Chargers. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, which is kind so of. I'm weird. like, yeah, honestly, I I don't know, dude. The Rams are. I'm actually pretty happy about. It. I've never really been like a big Rams guy, but you know, I like them a little better when they're in St. Louis because I was like, that's just kind of random. Yeah, St. Louis have a team, you know. I always like those teams. Yeah. Yeah, man, um, and it's just tough because I know the Bucks. I think they lost linebacker. Shaq Barrett for the year. So I, think I think you're right. I think their defense yeah. is hurting, but I'm just gonna pick the box. I mean, yeah, I'm at home off a bye, unless Cooper Cup is healthy. If Cooper Cup is healthy, I'm switching it to the Rams. That's my asterisks on that one. I get it, man. I don't know. That's still like the show. Like, there's been some matches up matchups this week. I'm just like, these are uh... kind of stinky. Like, I mean, I'm not in the mood for dinner anymore after a couple of these, my friend. Spoiled my apple, my appetite, my apple, my appetite. <laughs> Bone apple teeth. All right. Well, we got two games, so we're going to finish strong. The Sunday nighter right here. Big AFC matchup. Titans, Chiefs, Malik Willis. Is that right? Malik Willis? Yeah. Um, getting his second start. No, really? I think so. I mean, Tannehill, I mean, was he out, out or just out for one week? Like, I don't know. I, I'm just yeah. I was like more like I, I don't know because Liberty, Liberty, Malik Willis, dude, big big name, big Virginia guy. Where did they play before? I know they transferred. Why well, I feel it was like Alabama or something. That's not right. It was somewhere else. It, it might have been. Else. It was big. I know you're right. I'm not sure where. But... I'll have to look it up after this. But this game is insane. Kansas City is favored by 12 and a half points. Like Vegas is against just, Tennessee? Yeah, it's just drunk on this game. Like I know Tennessee sneaked one out over division rival, just feeding Derrick Henry the ball 30 plus times. But that's just such a large number. That is a big number. Like, oh. I don't. Because I mean, what? Why wouldn't they continue to feed Derrick Henry 30 times again this time, this game? And. Wow, man. You said 12? 12 and a half? 12 and a half, man. 12 and a half. Makes yeah, no I don't, sense. No I don't know. Sense. I think that's one of those where that could be a steal to bet. So, I obviously, the Chiefs kind of have their swagger back. 
Mm-hmm. And then they just traded for a receiver. They got Tony from New York. I think the Giants. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and, supposed to be not bad. And so they just look like they're meshing, dude. That whole receiving core just seems like they're all like good friends. And then obviously you have Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And um, I don't really know much about the defense that much this year. I know they've been, I mean, yeah. I miss, miss having Honey Badger on that team, but he's uh, back home. Yeah. He's back home Big in New Orleans. Yes, sir. Yeah. So. I don't think the Chiefs will have trouble. I just mm-hmm. don't see it being some kind of like blowout like Vegas is saying, you know? I don't either. I mean, I'm on the Chiefs. I have no reason not to. Um, I mean, I thought they won a great game the other week against San Francisco, a team with a tough defense. Granted, not at peak form with new running back Chris McCaffrey. I think if Malik Willis starts, I think they hit this number. I looked at the stats before like this, and I was not impressed. I think he threw for like 80 yards. They really just played the most conservative ball. I mean, they are a run first team, but they really just literally, I think they overfed Derrick Henry, you know, looking chunky after all them carries. Hey, but, he's on my fantasy team, so don't be saying stuff like that. Dude, that freaking crushed me, bro. Oh, that's the worst. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Chiefs. I don't know about the spread. I'm rethinking it. I was thinking yeah. one thing, now I'm thinking another. All right. I don't know if they're – you know, and it's weird as a young quarterback, they're a little bit like – I don't know if we're, we can just kind of like uh, let him off the leash fully to kind of yeah. just go be him. So, I don't know. But we'll see, man. We'll see. See, I mean, we'll see if Tannehill plays. I think that would be a big marker. But finishing it up, Monday night, speaking of Honey Badger, in the Big Easy. No, no way. Yeah, dude, the Baltimore Ravens with new linebacker Roquan Smith, who knows if he'll play or not, um, well, in this game, coming all the way down to the Saints, all right? Wow. You, you taking New wow. Orleans here? You taking oh, yeah. Andy Dalton? The guy I'm, going, I'm going New Orleans here. Yeah, even though you can yeah. beat their starting quarterback in a 40-yard dash? Yeah, I'm going uh, New Orleans. Andy Dalton, uh, four touchdown passes, four interceptions as well, though. No. Oh, no. <laughs> you almost had me. I was like, No, I it. mean, I don't know. I mean, New Orleans, they're a weird team. Mm-hmm. And Baltimore is also a weird team. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what's going on with them. And... The front on New Orleans, the Saints front has always caused trouble, no matter if you're a mobile quarterback or not. Mm-hmm. So that's Monday night. But I also feel like the Baltimore is in like a pivotal part of their season. Like they mm-hmm. need to start putting some wins together. And Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. Is so, Jackson. so. Just for for uh, the hometown crowd, I'm going to go Saints here. I'm going to mm-hmm. go Saints uh, win this game against Baltimore. We'll go Saints uh, Saints 34, uh, Baltimore 27. I like that. Dang, it's a high-scoring game. We'll take the over and book it. Andy Dalton's going to want to get back out. He'll say, I used to play for Cincinnati. I used to have, you know, the rivalry with Baltimore. So, yeah. yeah. Knows him well. Um, I'm with you. I'm on the Saints here. I like this Ravens team. I think it's always a well-coached team. Mm-hmm. I think it's just health issues. Like I think at wide receiver, they're kind of busted. I think at running back, they're really struggling. Like yeah. Lamar cannot do everything. I think the defense is not as good as it used to be. I think they got a close win against a banged-up 
Bucks team the other week. Um, and yeah, I, I'm going to take the Saints. I mean, Alvin Kamara looked like an absolute stud, like peak form. I mean, hopefully Michael Thomas comes back healthy. I think Chris Olave is making a good case for offensive rookie of the year. He's yeah. just a stud. So I think it's all who dat going to beat them, say it's who dat, who dat. That's right. Who dat say they're going to beat, beat Lil beat. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Not, you can't beat Lil Wayne. He's the GOAT, dude. Um, all right, so that does it for picks. So we're going to move it into best bets. You got any best bets, Will? Uh, no. Do you have any for me? <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, take the bills. No, I... <laughs> no um, so I have not quite the same uh, as large of a – obviously because there's bye weeks. I do realize this is still a lot for a couple of games out here. I got Eagles minus 13. I just think they cover it. I mean, they're yeah, a great that's team. A good one. Miami minus four and a half. I just think that's a miss, a misstep against the Bears. I think they pulled them out easy. Detroit money line. Aaron Rodgers is going to be. He's going to retire at halftime. He's going to go and just uh, retire to the desert to just fry his brain for the rest of his days and dream about being on Jeopardy. Um, Didn't uh, wasn't there a Bills guy who retired at halftime at a game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I forgot. Oh, what was his name? But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, he was a cornerback, and it's like it's so funny. He was like, "Yo, if you if you're looking for a laugh, I brought this up with Holden a few times." But like Lashawn McCoy and Tre'Davious White, they like hosted some live thing like a year or two ago, and they talked about that incident because they were on that team and like <laughs> about what he said. <laughs> and Tre'Davious White's like impersonation is so crazy because this dude's voice is so high pitched. It's like, man. Man, I'm done, man. I'm done. He's like, oh, oh, you're done this series? Like, you need to sit out this series? He's like, no, I'm, I'm just done. <laughs> I'm done this game. Like, oh, like, you're injured? You're not going to play the rest of the game? He's like, no, I'm, I'm not playing football again. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> it's just like the most ridiculous, ridiculous <sighs> thing. So, is yeah. Tredavious White healthy or is he still out? Uh, he is off the injured reserve list. We technically don't have to play him. There is speculation on whether – I thought there was potential for him to play this past week, but I guess we're just playing it safe. Um, he could play this week. He could not. Or he could just be a healthy scratch, you know, and we just, you know, let him fully get back and we're not going to rush him back. You know, we're in no yeah. position to do so. But once we do, I think you're really going to see the secondary take another leap because he is just – gosh, he's so good. Great locker room presence, so such a smart player. I mean, you know, that's LSU, baby. DBU. DBU. Well, so here's something crazy. So we have a rookie, Kair Elam, from Florida. And when they do the Sunday night intros, you know, they do, you know, name and then college. And he said, he said his name and then he said DBU. And I was like, you didn't go to LSU. I was like, you went to Florida. I was like, I can't name another Florida secondary person but you can literally just go yeah. on and on with saint secondary so i found that kind of interesting yeah and i wonder what Tredavis white has to say about that you know because oh dude i mean he did it all at lsu you know i mean honorable dude, punt student. returner as yeah. well dude they returned back there it was dude, crazy he played, he played hockey he played goalie you know wow dude he was, <laughs> he was just a beast but yeah so i got the bills minus 13 I'm taking the Jags. They're a one-point dog, but so I'll just take the money line just because it's the same thing. Um, I'm taking Seattle's money line. I think they win outright, even though they're a two-point dog. And wow, wow. Uh, 
and that's Ooh. it. I, I wanted, I want to take the Titans so bad because twelve and a half is just such a ridiculous line. I'll sprinkle something on that. So that's those are my best bets. That's how so, we do it, man. You just, that's that's how it's done. You just get out there and you do it. You just do it. You just. That's what makes it the NFL. You just go out. Yeah, and do my it. betting game hasn't been uh, quite what it used to be, dude. I, I haven't placed the bet in quite some time. Wow. But you know, so I apologize for coming on here not with some best bets, though. It's okay. Not everyone bets. That's fine, dude. You know. It's you like know, that's, but that's hey, the one I will thing wrong uh, with reinforce that every single one that you had, that's also my best bet. So dude. we'll just get like a double, oh, you know, just stamp you. of approval on there, you know. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Stamp it. You got to. You have to ride that now. <laughs> Dang. Well. Well. Got anything for the folks at home? No. Just always honored to be on here, and always happy to see you guys keeping at it. Yeah. And um, sorry that I didn't get to see Holden, but I hope I did a pretty good job filling in here tonight yeah. for the pod. And uh. Just uh, everyone uh, continue to uh, give your thoughts and prayers to the New York Jets because they just really need uh, you to keep them in your minds at all times. And uh, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> that's all I ask of our, of our listeners here is to, you know, uh, just uh, no hate for them. Just mm-hmm. say, hey, the Jets, uh, they're doing great. They're doing the best they can out there. So they're that's having, they're having fun. That's all that matters. <laughs> they're earning a nice paycheck. Dude, well, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's always great to see you. Hope I'll get to see you soon. Maybe yeah. Come back up here, you know, whenever. Yeah. You know, I know you're big time now, but, you know. Yeah, we'll have to get something going, my man. Uh, we'd love to do, like, me, you, uh, Rachel Morgan, something we can all get out and do something together. Dude, that'd be amazing. I'm all for it. And I know Morgan is, too. So. But anyway, um, thanks for our lovely and loyal listeners. Another episode of Partially Biased. Make sure to ride, uh, ride the picks, like, and subscribe. Uh, hope you win all of your bets this week. Uh, you know, just go undefeated. You know, it's just as easy as losing all of your bets, if you think about it that way. So That's right. Anyway, uh, bills by a billion. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.